welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel. And today I'm just going to talk a little bit about two new patients that I'm working with um, that I just started seeing this week. One of them is a 70-year-old man with low back pain, and the other is an 82-year-old man with low back pain. Um, so let's start with the 82-year-old, because I saw him first. Um, he has low back pain that's better when he sits. It's worse when he walks. He said he can't really walk more than 50 feet before he feels like he has a, a metal uh, belt around his low back and he gets pain um, into the into the low back area um, which is concerning for him because what he knows he has stenosis um, he brought his MRI so I could see uh, the report and um, he pretty much has to know he has mild stenosis at every level from l2 down um, but it had not been a problem. Um, as far as chronic low back pain for quite a while, he, he said they did another MRI just recently because they wanted to do, they wanted to offer him epidurals and they wanted to see how much his stenosis had progressed. Um, and they said, in fact, it had barely progressed at all. It really had not gotten worse in the past seven or eight years since his last MRI. So, um, Kind of interesting because he said, well, my pain has progressively gotten so much worse in the past seven or eight years. And, um, you know, he has he has a, a group of friends that he grew up with and, you know, they're all around the same age. And one of them has a house in Florida and they love to go down there in the winter um, and spend, you know, several weeks together and and. Um, he was very concerned because he really can't walk very far and he didn't want to be uh, the wet blanket, um, not able to do anything that everybody wanted to do. So he wanted to get this epidural um, so that that would get him through his vacation in, in Florida. Um, so he got the second MRI. And like I said, the stenosis had not really progressed. Uh, but he, n nevertheless, he still had a lot of low back pain. And... Um, he really didn't know what to do. Well, you know, fortunately, some of his friends have come and been patients of mine for similar uh, issues like back pain and shoulder pain, neck pain. Um, and he decided, yeah, I'll give it a try. Let's see what happens. So he, so on exam, I always want people to point where they feel the pain. Tells me a whole lot more than muscle testing. In fact, if you know your pain referral patterns for back pain, pain referral patterns are often the best clues for where you need to start looking. 
So he um, he pointed to where his pain was, and it was all around, around the iliac crest on both sides, below the iliac crest. So not a back muscle at all, hip muscles, in fact, um, causing low back pain. And when I, with his permission, um, was palpating and pushing on the gluteus medius area to see if there were trigger points, it was very uncomfortable for him. And he knew that this was part of the problem, um, if not exclusively the problem. Um, his QL was tight, his, his spinal erectors were tight as expected. Um, so what I decided to do was to treat segmentally with electric stim for the stenosis and treat, and I also treated motor points in the, in the gluteus medius maximus. Um, and then I did some trigger point release on those gluteus medius muscles. Um, and he tolerated very well. I'm always, you know, I'm always a little more worried with someone who's 82 about how much inflammation I'm going to create and how much discomfort I'm going to put them through. But in reality, if the man wants to get better, we have to address the trigger points. So it's now or never. We really should just get on with it and get started with it. And I explained to him what was going on. He said, it's nothing, nothing you can do is as bad as those epidurals. So, oh, which didn't work, by the way. Um, they didn't give him a bit of relief. He had two epidurals on the same day, not a bit of pain relief. Um, so um, after treatment, he got up and he said he really could feel the difference. And um, after sitting to put his shoes on and then and then getting up, he said, oh, that was so much better. That was so much easier. He could definitely feel the difference. So I told him, you know, you're probably not going to feel a lot of benefit for the next couple of days. You're going to be pretty sore. I want you to do some heat, um, sauna, hot tub, whatever you can do um, to just to keep the inflammation down and, you know, keep things moving. Um, but he could tell that he felt better. Um, I know we'll get more done the next time I see him. Um, but I thought it was interesting because if I just basically took his medical diagnosis and just treated it, treated him according to the medical diagnosis, I would not have probably relieved his pain either um, because I would have missed the glute, glute medius trigger points. Um, the other um, patient is 70 years old. Um, he has pain when standing, low back pain, right at the base of the spine, right where it meets the sacrum. And um, he feels better when he sits, just like the other guy. Uh, and he um, he gets pain down the front of his legs. And we, we talked about that. I was thinking, okay, could it possibly be he has... Oh, yeah, by the way, he gets a lot of glute, glute pain, too. Okay, so glute pain, that seems sort of sciatic, but it really doesn't go all the way down the legs. It's really just the glutes. Um, and then, then the front of the thighs, I was thinking, okay, maybe this is like some you know femoral nerve entrapment or something. But in fact, it was more muscular than nerve pain. We, we talked about it. I really wanted to clarify if it felt like ner nerve pain or if it was just achy, sore, 
and he he felt it was muscular so um so i really was thinking about um external rotators the piriformis gemelli obturator internus um possibly you know causing a bit of sciatic um pain oh and the reason the reason i was really thinking about sciatica is because he complains of of numbness on the bottom of his feet um which you know i'm going to be addressing more the next time i see him i didn't get a lot done for that but i got to tell you it it seems a little bit more like a plantar fasciitis type thing um as far as where the pain and numbness is so we'll be working with that, maybe looking for like a plantar nerve entrapment. But um, anyway, so the um, the low back issue, I really think based on some um, other discussions with him, like do you get low sharp low back pain when you try to put your pants on, you lift your knee to put your pants on. He says, "Oh, I can't even. I can't even do dress myself like that. I have to actually sit down to put my pants on." So um, I I knew that's a psoas uh, issue. That's definitely a psoas issue. And based on where his pain is, right there at the like L five S one area, that really usually the psoas is like L four L five L five S one type type pain at the spine, especially when you stand or walk. He said, I said, if your psoas is as tight as I think it is, it must inhibit your ability to walk. You probably can't take a very big stride because your leg can't go back. He says, oh, yeah, I, I walk like a 70-year-old man. And, I mean, he was laughing because he knew he was being ironic. He is a 70-year-old man, but he he has to take tiny steps, and he can't really extend back um, at the hip when he wants to walk. Um so I, I started out, and he also has spinal stenosis. It's mild stenosis, but he does have spinal stenosis. And, you know, he's 70, so this is sort of part of the territory. Um, I treated segmentally. I treated glute medius, piriformis, the rotators, glute max, stim, about 10 minutes for him. Um, I did treat his, his um, biceps femoris and his peroneus longus as well in case there is a bit of sciatic nerve involvement um, I did that bilaterally and um, and then when I could put him on his back I treated his psoas and his and his rectus femoris and um, he felt a huge relief when he stood up he really he smiled he said ah this is different and he could feel that release. So I walked him through a psoas stretch where you're standing with your hands on your hip and hips and you look up to the ceiling. And I said, I really try to do this every two hours so that so that if you only get so that you'll probably at least do it twice a day. But have the intention of doing this every couple hours just for a couple minutes of of just deep breathing and, and looking up at the ceiling. I, I need to start getting your psoas back to a better length. I'm releasing it, but we need to stretch it to get it back to a better length. So really, if you can only, if, if you try every two hours, you'll probably do it twice a day. And that will be a big help between now and the next time I see you next week. And then of course, we're going to do more work on the psoas and we're going to keep working on it until you don't have it pulling 
on your low back and then you're going to walk better. And he really did feel a big improvement. He's still walking kind of stiff. I know there's more work to do. You don't, you can't do miraculous work in one session, especially with somebody who's 70 or 80, but you can, you can, you can shift their pain. And I, I said, do you feel like it, like your pain is lowered at least 50%? Because I really, that's in my mind where I need to get somebody who's in chronic pain. I need to get them to 50% pain reduction in the treatment room. And then generally what you'll find is after a few days of soreness, um, if they're over 60, 70 years old, after a couple days, three days of soreness, they start to feel much, much better. Um, but I really, I want to aim for like 50% pain reduction. For younger people, I tr I hope for more than 50% pain reduction. But we're talking about people who have decades of muscle tension that we're dealing with. Not, not two decades, like four or five decades of muscle tension. So 50% pain reduction is not nothing. And people are very grateful when everything else has failed, including epidurals. Um, to get 50% pain reduction. So um, I'm seeing them both next week. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what they said. Um, I do know that one of them left me five stars on our on our uh, scheduling app that reaches out for um, feedback. So I'm hopeful that means he's feeling a whole lot better. Um, I suspect both of them are going to be feeling a whole lot better. Um, and I think it's just interesting because the doctors who focus entirely on their spine are really missing two major causes of low back pain, glute medius trigger points and a tight psoas. An epidural is likely not going to help a short psoas, is it? If, you're, if your psoas is short, it doesn't just suddenly release when they give you an epidural. And I don't think any amount of anti-inflammatory is going to make a tight psoas stop pulling on your lumbar spine and, and compressing the discs and causing a lot of low back pain. So um, I guess the whole point of what I'm saying is I always want to know what the medical diagnosis is. I want to know what testing has been done. That really helps. You can rule things out so you're not worried that you're missing cancer or some kidney stones or something. It's great to have somebody who's already had a lot of testing. Um, and then you don't have to worry that you're missing something like that. You, you can really focus on the musculoskeletal issues. Um, but it's just if, if we just took the diagnosis and created a treatment based on the diagnosis, uh, you know, those two would not be doing very well in my opinion i would have treated segmentally and hope for the best and i don't think a psoas is going to release just because you treated uh segmentally for their stenosis so um that's that's the uh that's the episode for this week uh i hope it was of some interest and um i appreciate you guys sending me positive feedback uh, and if you want to reach out on instagram it's rich hazel my website is richhazel.com and the podia online courses are richardhazel.podia.com
Okay. Have a great week.